girls watching TV shows And some of it's good and some of it blows And when we finish the movies, yeah, we need a scotch And we turn to each other and say, um, what did we just watch? And we're live. Hello, hello. Hi. Welcome back to the show. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I got. (laughs) Welcome back. Emily, you want to say anything or are you going to smile at the camera? Welcome welcome back, everyone. (laughs) Thanks for joining. And this is, um, Um, what did we just just watch? Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, today we have a treat, I guess. Um, I feel like we're all a little delirious because the show we watched today was filmed during COVID time, but it feels like it was in a world where COVID doesn't exist. It was before um, times. Like, before yeah. COVID. It but felt it like it was, yeah. but it wasn't. It, wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> it was, in fact, filmed in COVID times. Because, oh my god, what is the show called? Searching Through Italy? Yeah, Searching... Finding Italy? Searching for Italy. Searching... I'll look it up. I'll look it up. It's called Stanley Tucci Searching for Italy. That sounds right. Sounds right. Kiana? Uh, I'm going, I'm going. You know, we're just dealing with the fact that, you know, we live in America. Yeah, Stanley Tucci Searching for Italy. not everywhere is like this. Because it doesn't have to be like this. But anyways... We watched a show about food. And we did. Um, well, Emma was going to talk about how good the food looks, but. Yeah, I'm we'll talk hungry. about it more together, too. So we're all a little hungry. We're all a little delirious <laughs> because we wish we were traveling around Italy like Stanley Tucci just got to do. So I'll run through. I'm going to do 10 minutes this time. I, I feel like I can. <laughs> yeah, they're like smart, small segments. I think you can do it. I can do it. Okay. I'm starting at 8.09, and here we go. So it's not too much background when the show starts about why Stanley Tucci's in Italy, besides the fact that he's Italian on both sides and he wants to travel around and eat food, which I feel like is a good enough reason as any. Um, And it was filmed during COVID, but there was like a brief lockdown, but then there were lockdown, like the restrictions were lifted, which is why he gets to go to to Italy and and eat and stuff so he's in Italy and he's starting off he's doing different places around Italy but for this episode he started off um in like the Campania region which has a lot of like different cities and the first city he starts off is in Napoli Naples um and that he mentioned that it was looked down upon because it was like a poverty-stricken place um but a lot of things came from Naples, including pizza, which came from the poorest streets of, Na- of Naples. And they have a whole little segment where he's like walking down the streets of Naples with this professor. And they talk about how everyone in Naples is obsessed with death uh, because they all live by Vesuvius. And like it was active um, a few years ago, but not a few years ago but like years ago in the, fairly. In the 1940s and he yeah. talks about like it happened like it erupts like every hundred years so. yeah so they oh gosh, live it's coming up <laughs> oh god yeah and it's like less of a taboo topic in naples like death like they talked about how like everyone is like 
like you and your family will be like, oh, guess who died? Like very casually. Um, and another reason why that it's a thing is because um, it is a poor city. And so um, due to the, like the poor hygiene and like upkeep of the city, cholera was really rampant. Um, and so in order to battle cholera and like be able to eat food, they would fry like food in hot oil um, instead of water the water could be contaminated so the professor who walks him around the city just like gives him a briefing of all the history um and then they arrive at this little cute little stand um where there's this like older lady named fernanda and she's like the last of her generation and they've all been like cooking food uh cuisine in naples which is super cute um and so they make like a fried pizza so like she has like this dough and she puts like ricotta and like meat and stuff and they fry it in oil for a little bit and then him and the professor share it and it looked fucking delicious it, it looks like a calzone yeah it was basically a calzone but i don't but know amazing. what it was it looks it looks very good um and afterwards they walk to another restaurant um to eat pizza and they talk about how the pizza's name comes from a queen who just sat down to order pizza which is the margarita pizza which i never knew till i watched the show um and they kind of have a long conversation about how like with lockdown like pizza is obviously like a staple in um naples a staple in naples a staple in naples and how in lockdown they made like hundreds of pizzas for people like before they like had to like shelter in place and she was like obviously that wasn't enough and like people don't usually make it at home because you can go anywhere and like get a good pizza in Naples so like she was like oh we were all suffering and blah 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 but at that point the restrictions were lifted so they were all just eating pizza out in the open um and then so while they were eating this margarita pizza Um, they wanted to meet a chef who made like who's like well recognized for making like the best pizza so they introduce us to the chef named Enzo um, and he wants to walk Stanley Tucci through all the different steps it takes to make like the best margarita pizza so the first thing they do is they take him to where they make the fresh mozzarella and he kind of just like watches the people like pour the stuff into the like I don't know I don't remember all the names they like make the mozzarella yeah, they make the mozzarella and it fuck it looks absolutely incredible. Stanley Tucci just takes a big giant bite out of a mozzarella ball. It looks in- I just I want to bite so badly. Yeah. Like, and it's like hand so folded jealous. and mixed and salt bathed and all the good stuff. Um so they have like a whole little sequence with the mozzarella. And then afterwards they go to find the tomatoes cuz obviously that's an important part of a pizza. And so they go meet a tomato farmer named Vincenzo who farms San Marzano tomatoes, which look juicy and delicious, look incredible. And they talk about how like when Vesuvius erupted, it like covered the soil in clay, which makes it like a really like fertile and like special place to grow tomatoes because they're like prosperous and they taste good. So they eat the tomatoes, they talk about history and then they shuffle on back and Enzo like makes with all those ingredients, now that they have all the ingredients they need, um, Enzo makes Stanley Tucci a pizza. It looks amazing. And he makes the dough from scratch with like flour, water, salt, no, yes, salt. And that's and it. yeast. And yeast. It's very masterful. He puts the sauce that they got, he puts the cheese that they got and like oil and, you know, um, fresh 
basil and stuff and they pop it in the beautiful brick oven for only 45 seconds and it comes out a delicious margarita pizza and Stanley Tucci is making all sorts of noises when he tries uh, <laughs> the pizza but to his credit it does look really good um in the next little segment Stanley Tucci's frat- fraternizing with the cops of Naples which we hate um <laughs> and they go to a coffee stand and they order coffee and so the captain, the police captain pays for like a suspended coffee. So he buys three, even though there's two of them, because in Naples, since um, people were like poor, it's like a poor city, they like do things with like suspensions where you like pay. And then if a person wants a coffee that's like in need, they can get a free coffee. So it's kind of just like, what's it called when you like buy for someone pay at Starbucks? for it. Yeah, pay, pay it, it forward. It. It's basically yeah. like paying it forward. And they do it with like uh, other stuff too, not just like coffee, but like food and toys and clothes and stuff. So it's like um, the emphasis on like a community and coming together as a community. Um, and in this history, there was like a little like town called Scampia where they like moved the poorest residents. They built all these like futuristic buildings and they moved like the poorest residents of the city to Scampia. But it ended up becoming a train wreck because there was no jobs. Like, um, lots of crime like people with like crime stepped in because like there was no job no way to get around like nothing was functional um so it kind of devolved into a place of like crime and where the police and like government didn't really want to go and they didn't want to help out because like there was a lot of stuff going on um and it kind of just talks about that for a little bit but then they talk about how the romani people set up camp um in scampia under a freeway and they have a rich culture in um, that area. So he meets this um, Romani woman and they just kind of talk about life there. And he ends up going to one of the futuristic buildings where they have a kitchen, um, restaurant, catering business called Chiku. And it combines like Napoli and Romani recipes and like, and they serve out of one of these abandoned buildings. Again, looks incredible. It's like mostly women running it, which is super cool. Um, and they like serve all kinds of people, all kinds of different cuisines. And they also like were able to have childcare and education. Um, and with the profits of the people like that come to their like little chiku kitchen. So that was a nice little segment. And then the next segment is they go to Ischia. I'm probably saying that wrong. And Stanley Tucci used to visit this island with his late wife. Um, This is where we found out he had more than one wife. Um, And then he comes to that island, which is in Campania, but not like Naples anymore. And there are mountains on the island. So if you go up to the top of the mountain, that's where there's like a lot of game and like hunting and stuff going on. So it's like a traditional food is like to enjoy a rabbit. So Um, They figure out the process of like how to bait the rabbit with like leaves and like aroma. It's obviously like wild rabbits, like they catch wild rabbits. Um, And so they catch the rabbit and then the head of the family, I think his name was Augustino, shows him like how to cook this rabbit, um, how they traditionally cook it. And so he shows Stanley Tucci how to cook the rabbit. And sorry to Caitlin Opie. Sorry to Caitlin Opie. That um, rabbit looked delicious, though. I, to my credit, I said I would not eat the rabbit, and I was the only one. So, <laughs> Caitlin, I mean, it did just mark look it down. Really good. I I'm said, if someone served me rabbit, I would not say no. Yes. 
that you still said you would eat it so I was the only one who said I would correct I just wanted to (laughs) clarify that for our friend Caitlin um and while Augustine was cooking the rabbit um Stanley Tucci notices that like the Nana of the family is showing all the young children how to like tie knots to like hang tomatoes so it preserves them which is really cute and wholesome um and then they serve rabbit at like a big family dinner and all the families together and they haven't all been together um because of like lockdown and they all were kind of grieving a loss of like the head of the family because of lockdown like um the grandpa passed away or the head of the family the man um so they have this like nice dinner where they serve the rabbit and it's like the children get to have some and the head of the table gets to have some so Stanley Tucci got some since he was like the guest um and then they like give certain parts to certain people and the woman like the mother of the family ends up with the bony neck piece because she's like the last one to get served um so it's a whole thing but they all like cheers to life and like have a nice uh, meal of rabbit um and then he goes off to the Amalfi Coast. He's leaving this island and he goes to this restaurant that is on the coast. It's like beautiful, like on the dock, you can like see the beautiful Amalfi Coast. Um, and he wants to go get this zucchini pasta dish that he and his new wife, Felicity, had. Felicity, I think that's her name. Yeah, um, Felicity Blunt. Felicity Blunt. We'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> and so her and him are like they came to this restaurant they were like obsessed with it and they kept trying to like recreate it at home but they were unsuccessful with that so they wanted to come back and eat it again um at the same time it's like a place that never really rains or has storms and a once in a lifetime storm is happening so they're like being dramatic about that um and so they watch the chef they make this delicious zucchini pasta where he like fries the zucchini and then puts it in a pot and lets it melt down and adds a little bit of butter and mixes it all up with pasta it's like very like the most simple but it looked really good and he and his wife felicity like chow down and are like oh my god this is incredible and they also keep like badgering the cook with like questions so they can cook it at home um and like realizing that they made missteps in their recipe um and so they enjoy they finally get to figure out how to make it for real they don't even um, sit down to eat it they're like standing no. up just like they couldn't wait it that into long. their mouths they couldn't wait that long um and then uh yeah so then obviously the storm was brewing and so the storm starts happening huge hail is falling um and so they were like in order like they closed down like they have like an outdoor seating part of the restaurant and apparently it's a really famous restaurant like tons of people are coming there but obviously not when it's like hailing and storming so they close that off um and then they're like we don't want this delicious food fresh food to go to waste so they just make an entire feast with like all the food from the restaurant and they just eat all of it like enjoy an entire feast of delicious looking food um and his crew I'll yep. just chow down we watch it <laughs> yeah and I said I wish that was me in my notes um and then the last recipe was from Minori and it's called lemon delight so Stanley Chuchi goes to Malori Minori and meets this pastry chef named Sal who introduced these like Amalfi lemons to like the dessert world and became super famous for it uh, super recognized for it um, put south of the Italy on the map for this dessert it's not usually like a place that's like recognized for desserts. 
Um, so he shows like where the lemons are. They have a little lemon coffee and they're like green lemons. They look really different um, and they have like a different taste, I'm assuming. And so they talk a little bit about the lemons and then they go back to his uh, restaurant and, or his, I guess, bakery. Um, and he makes this lemon delight, which looks incredible. It's like a lot of cream, a lot of lemon juice, like these freshly based so pastries. Good. He injects the pastry <laughs> with like the lemon cream and dips it in the lemon cream and mixes it with limoncello. It all looks very good. And um, Stanley was all judgmental because there was a lot of cream. But then when he tried it, he was like, yeah, okay, this is really good. Uh, very delicious. So it looked incredible. And then he ends his journey in Campania, which is like all those like little islands and cities um, by drinking limoncello on the dock because COVID's not real. Um, he just with got good to, old Sal. With good old Sal, the pastry chef. And he just got to jaunt around Italy. So that was the episode of Stanley Tucci searching for Italy that we watched today. That wasn't 10 minutes. It was close. It wasn't 10 minutes. It was close. It was, close. It was, it was pretty really good. close. What are we thinking, ladies? Um, I already, context, I had seen this on CNN with my dad because I don't have cable. So when I went to his house, he we were like watching CNN and he the show came on and we were like, what the heck? So we watched it and I was like, this is the most bizarre thing I've ever seen because I just don't think about Stanley Tucci that much, I guess. So I was like, I'm going to make Kiana and Emily watch this. So I'm curious to see how they're feeling. I enjoyed it. I'm yeah, I mean, I love Stanley Tucci, so anything with him in it, I might be attracted to Tan- Stanley Tucci. Who knows? We'll, I'll figure is that Stanley out later. Stanley Tucci, your type? No, Stanley Tucci is sixty years old. <laughs> he's sixty years old, and he's married to Emily's blunt sister. Yes. yes. Okay. We can talk about that first. We can talk about this. Yeah. So, what, Kiana? Tell us more. Okay. So. When he first ta- mentioned his late wife, we were like, oh, we didn't know Stanley Tucci had a wife, first of all, and we didn't know that wife died. And then Emma mentioned, oh, well, that's weird because he, he has a wife because she's in the next segment. So I look it up on Wikipedia and I was like, oh my God, guys, his current wife is Felicity Blunt, which is Emily Blunt's like older sister. And all yeah. of us were like, huh? And then when we saw her in the next segment, we're like, yep, that looks exact. They look exactly the same. They like, look there's a lot no alike. way. They look so um, like. It just now gets me thinking about like the family gatherings with like Stanley Tucci and John Krasinski and yeah. the Blunt and sisters. Blunt. I just think yeah. that must be fun. Like, I wish I could go. I would okay. definitely go. That'd be a good time. Yeah, I definitely would have a great time. As long as Stanley Tucci wears his mask. Which he did not the entire show. I get <laughs> that he's won't. like the personality, but like yeah. at the same time. Um, I liked Felicity's energy also. Like, I mean, Me we too. know Emily Br- mm-hmm. We know Emily Blunt. And I didn't even, the first time I watched the episode, I had no clue because I like just assumed, like I had it, I think I might have missed when they were like, oh, my late wife. Like I like, whatever and yeah, then it was they, definitely like a, a glance over. Yeah, it wasn't it like, yeah it was like a passing thing so when they showed the wife I was like oh she's cool like she's chill she had a good sense of fashion she looked nice she seemed nice obviously I only saw her for a tiny segment but she seemed chill and then they were like oh it's Felicity Blunt and I was like oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. What the heck? I feel like I would energy. fall in love with both of them Sailor <laughs> and she's at least 40 at least she's yeah. younger I hate, she's closer I hate, to my yeah at least she's closer to you but like i hate that he's 60 and she's 40 
Yeah, according to the internet, that's what we found out. And it freaks me out, but that's how those actors and actresses live. So I guess that's just their life. They could do whatever they want. But <laughs> My dad is the same age as Stanley Tucci. I just realized that. Is your dad just Stanley Tucci? He actually <laughs> turned on the CNN show to be like, I wonder how Emma likes my new show. And you're yeah, like, this that's... is bizarre. And you're like, he's Dang. not Colombian. He's Italian now. <laughs> Dad, when did you go to Italy? <laughs> yeah, I've been with you for like lots of months. What do you mean? Yeah, but um, yeah, so that's the first thing we want to talk about. And then now we could talk about how COVID was just like, it was like in the background because people were wearing masks throughout, but not all the correct only way. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, only sometimes, not and when they did, not in the correct way. No. And I know he mentioned it earlier, but I just didn't really because like I do know basically Italy basically every other Western country that was in America had a very low dip in cases during the summer. Right. There was a period of time for a few months where like life actually did not return to normal, but return to like something yeah, like, more like normal than we've ever had here in the last like year. Like they were allowed to go to like raves and concerts and yeah. like things opened up. Yeah. But like, that's the thing though, is that like here things are, have always been open, maybe not always, but like for a while they've been open. It's just like not a good idea to go to things, you know, versus like what it seems like happened in Italy is that, I mean, as we know, like they had like a lockdown in the spring and then that actually obviously worked because those work and we never had one. And so (laughs) I did look because I was curious when we were watching the show, like I was like, oh, I didn't realize that like life was just back to normal there and I did look at like the numbers like you know you can go like look on google or like new york times at numbers and it was the case that like for a few months they had you know maybe like 100 cases a day or something like that which is like not nothing but they had it under control at that super low level for a significant amount of time and I'm like oh I didn't even realize that like I don't know I just feel like there's been so much like sameness here in the U.S. obviously there's been like dips and times where it's been worse but there, there was never a time where it was just like that much better so well that's like kind of a shock to see I think also yeah. because like when this first started Italy just like ignored any like sort of precautions remember so like it yeah, was like the right. highest the highest rate there and then they did like a two-week lockdown where literally no one could leave their house and people had to like interact with people through the windows and stuff and that really like mm-hmm. helped calm down the spread I think which we haven't done, but yeah, it looked imagine. fun. Imagine if, imagine. Yeah. And I did see it was like on the like chart. It was like, you know, in the fall, maybe around the holidays, maybe just when it got colder, like cases jumped way back up, just like they did here. But yeah, it's like, imagine what it must have been like to have a few months like that. Like, yeah. Not, I don't know. I think that would be like fun, but also at the same time because since cases are rising up I would feel like I would be less hesitant to go back into lockdown you know mm-hmm. like you just got out of lockdown and you're like wow I can finally see my friends or like do other things besides like sit in my house and then it's like no you have to stay in and you're like no I just <laughs> we just got out please don't yeah. make me go back in you know so I'm not I, yeah. I'm sure like I know in my heart of hearts that I would like go back to lockdown but I would be really upset like about it still yeah Yeah. I feel like part of me like when 
whenever, like, I don't know what phases they're going to take, what steps they're going to take when more people are vaccinated and numbers are lower, if that happens, when that happens. Obviously, I can't put any parameters on it, but I'm almost like, I feel like not trusting. Like, if they were like, okay, everything's fine, like, go out now, I'd be like, oh, I don't know about that. Like, I just feel like I'm going to have a reluctance to, like, when they, maybe, because, like, this, in theory, like, they weren't in a period where people were vaccinated even, so it's kind of just, like, trusting like going with the wind and being like okay sure I guess things are better like mm-hmm. I cannot see myself being like okay I'll be outside just doing normal things now like I'm like no until I am like guaranteed safe like I'm still going to be doing this stuff so I feel like it'd really be hard for me to personally enjoy it so that's why it's kind of almost weird for me to see people just like taking that those words at face value and being like okay like cool we'll be fine um yeah it's just weird for it me. is it's, it's like so hard to know how it's going to feel and like, first of all, how it's just going to be in like, say like late summer when supposedly more people, like enough people will be vaccinated. Like it's hard to know how it's going to be, right? Like what's going to happen, but it's also really hard to know how it's going to feel. Like that's something I've been thinking about a lot. Like, yeah, exactly what you're saying. Like, am I going to feel comfortable doing the things that are now safe or is it going to just be super weird? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and so I can feel like if I was in a different country in the summer where it was kind of that situation. Yeah. I don't know like how I would have reacted or if I would have exactly like you're saying, just been like, oh yeah, time to go back to normal things. Um, And it's hard to know too, like just from watching that, if that really was the case that everyone did feel that way, or if we were just seeing the people that felt that way on the streets, but there were other people who, you know, didn't, (laughs) did not feel that way. I'm sure. Like especially the summertime in Naples, I'm sure if it was like any other like time period it would have been way more packed than what it definitely. was yeah like You're probably right because of tourist season and things like that so I definitely think that it definitely like it was affected by COVID um mm-hmm. and again there were people like there were like a couple people that they showed that were wearing masks and we were trying to also figure out like in certain segments they wore masks like when they went to the mozzarella plant they wore masks um and then, but when they went to like the farm, they didn't mask. Yeah. And I we were trying to figure out like when it was just when they were outside, like they were like almost never wearing masks. And then they were inside. It was like sometimes. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if like they said something about like just they followed the guidelines. So it might have just been like the specific establishments they went to, like asked them to. I, yeah, it was very hard to tell. Yeah. And it was just like weird. I, I, I kind of curious what those guidelines were. Yeah, that's a good point. Because like, they would Stanley Tucci would do this thing every time he would meet a new person he's like doing a segment with or whatever, where they were like, Oh, we can't hug their masks are off. They're less than six feet apart. But he was like, no, we can't hug. And he'd elbow bump <laughs> them. they an elbow bump. And then they're one they would away having a conversation. They look like yeah, they're like they're a holding foot away. Hands. Like, yeah, they're like <laughs> touching and sharing food and like breathing on each other. But they're like, we can't hug though. Not a hug though. Like, are they mouth kissing? Like, I'm confused. Like, why? Well, I'm not sure. Like, is Italian culture where they meet each other? Do they kiss like both cheeks is that like a thing because I know oh, like, it might be some know, European, maybe so maybe that's why but yeah it was still very weird that like they're like made a bit deal about like not hugging but then 
immediately got into each other's faces like hey how are you doing like ready to make this pizza <laughs> the the egregious one was the guy who was making the delicious margarita pizza who had a mask on most of the time but his nose was just like hanging right out and i was <laughs> about ready to play my pet peeve at the grocery store it's not ready <laughs> to fly like that at trader joe's particles no one flying. told him to pull it up no one said hey come here and he's also like, oh. in the <laughs> no also in the mozzarella factory the mozzarella factory <laughs> also when they were at the place where they made the mozzarella cheese that seems right <laughs> i don't know what it's called it. <laughs> he took stanley ducci takes his mask down grabs the mozzarella ball with his bare hand and just like ravenously takes a it, chunk like, out of it and like it you can see juices like come right out and i was like <laughs> okay which <laughs> indicates the freshness but i'm like whoa slow down you're no gloves dipping right into the pool where other people will eat the mozzarella balls from taking a giant bite and spewing your your particles on people around you with masks like I just didn't understand. But like, no one was wearing gloves that whole entire time. Like, name a chef that was wearing gloves. The only people that know. were wearing gloves were the people that was at, I think, Chico? Chico? Yeah, I think you're right. Those were the you only know, people that wore gloves because the also the pizza man was touching his bare fingertips on all the, like, yeah. ingredients. Yeah, and, like, but they can't hug like, that. biting it himself and, like, throwing <laughs> it out there. You're right. Also, okay, to be fair, I've seen some TikToks where they're, like, prepping food and their gloves are off in the U.S., and they're, like, well, we wash our hands all the time, so it's, like, protocol that it's, yeah. like, fine Yeah, as to not someone have who has worked in it's probably multiple fine. food service jobs, people don't wear gloves all the time. Like, yeah, and I think... Nope. The only reservation I have with the mozzarella is that it's like in a vat of like still water. So it's not yeah. like, oh, washing your hands and making the pizza and then it'll like go away. Like you're dipping your hands in and you're going to take your hands out and it's like uh, in the water still. I don't know. I just, it was a lot for so me to watch. So the main problem we had about this episode was the cleaning, <laughs> the cleanliness the, of it. <laughs> but it looked so but it's okay the spread of infectious disease. The, yeah. The fried, the hot oil, remember, it gets rid of all the disease yeah. because that's what they did in cholera time. So yeah, they literally they talked fr- about cholera for lot. 10 minutes. They did fry <laughs> a lot. Can we talk they- about um, how when we were watching the margarita pizza um, segment, Kiara made a noise do you want to I talk audibly, a little bit yeah let's let's talk about it um <laughs> yeah i had a moment when i saw that pizza it looked delicious i'm hungry currently and i might have said a noise that sounded like a moan <laughs> so, i get it it was, like, it was it didn't sound like a moan it was a moan yeah and then stanley tucci followed it followed me up with another one right so it was back to back you guys were in the same spot i understand it i you know it looked it like looked really good pizza good i'm not like margarita pizzas i don't usually go for them because one they don't have meat and two i'm always very confused because like the mozzarella doesn't cover the whole pizza is in blotches so i'm always like how do you get the cheese to like go all the way to the crust but like that's just, just that's just how it is and i just need to get over that hump you know um it just feels like a lot of sauce too i don't know like it's mostly sauce and then a couple blobs of cheese but i don't dislike them i love a good margarita pizza but it's not like my top pizza choice but when i saw them make it i was like oh 
all I want right now is a margarita. Except for Emma and Emily kept that feeling inside where I <laughs> released it out. Like, but I understand oh. why you did. I get it. I let it leave <laughs> your body. But Can we talk about like- our future? Our future plan too, in oh, regards yes. to the pizza oven. So. I think this is a really good idea. So everyone else can let us know how they feel. But we've had a long-standing plan to when we are old and have money is to purchase a plot of land and build triangle homes. So we have three homes situated in a triangle for each of us. Yes. Um, and so that's been a long-standing plan. But just with watching this episode, we've added a new component to that plan, which is to, as the centerpiece of the triangle, install a wood-fired pizza oven outside in the middle so we can all come and have a potluck and enjoy wood-fired pizza that cooks in 45 seconds and is authentic Italian and so we're very excited about that plan I am very excited about that plan it's a great development shaking right now (laughs) keep it in okay we're recording now (laughs) I'm really Oh, no, you go, Kiana. No, no, I was going to change the topic, but if you have something to do, talk about. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say I'm so excited about this edition because um, I feel like, you know, if you're going to get a like a brick ovens, like a big investment, unless you're like a restaurant or something, you know, so I feel like if there are three houses with lots of mouths to feed, like it's basically like you're at a restaurant, you know, like the the need is there. So I totally I would feel totally justified for us to go in on a brick oven for our triangle house plot. And I'm really excited because I'm sure there's lots of other delicious things you can make in a brick oven, but we will also be using it for delicious margarita pizzas. It'll be an excellent investment for sure. Yeah, I was gonna, because if we all have uh, three kids, which we probably will not, because that's a lot of kids, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but that's a soccer team. So that's a whole soccer team to field. And I think that's a good investment if you think about it like that. I'm not having three kids. Soccer pizza parties. Oh. Yeah, we'll have to get some extra Ooh. people from somewhere because I'm. We can bring our other friends kids. into it. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna have two. I'm having. We don't have to talk also. about this. So no one's having, having two three, boys, so that doesn't work. <laughs> I will go. The max is three, but the minimum is probably gonna be two. <laughs> How many kids does Stanley Tucci have? He has like a lot because he has his. He has kids with his first wife, but then his first wife had two kids from her previous marriage he has five and then he has like two or three kids from the current marriage he's in right now okay like he like his wife gave birth in 2018 oh oh my gosh (laughs) sorry that's he has a wait (laughs) he's a three-year-old baby Literally. he's 60 years old wait can we talk about that because he has a three-year-old and both the parents were in italy because <laughs> we saw I mean, rich them people have nannies right he probably yeah. they're probably with a nanny but wait <laughs> he has a three-year-old and he's 60 years old yes we could invite stanley tucci's baby to our farm <laughs> yeah he can join our soccer team <laughs> wait how old will stanley tucci's babies be when we're like when little child be when we're like maybe of age like 35 maybe so in like 10 years the baby will be 30 oh i guess it'll be a teen it can still i come. mean it'll be it, it literally will be never mind never mind. <laughs> we just say <laughs> unhinged right now no, no. <laughs> what's happening i don't even know okay <laughs> i want to talk about i want to talk about the elephant in the room and the elephant in the room and 
is Mount uh, Vesuvius, who just lingers <laughs> around. Wait, what was the phrase that they said when they were in the tomato field where they were like, this soil is provided by our like friend that is lurking in the shadows over there, yeah. like something weird, like hulking exactly. in the distance on the horizon, like some weird. Yeah, statement. it was like it was... lurking in the distance and it was Mount Vesuvius. And I did not know that they were talking about the volcano. So I was like, who's lurking in the distance? Like, I mean, just all pictures of this man just like standing there with like his, his like little pitchfork. He's just like, yeah. That's me. Just like a scarecrow. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, also, how much they talked about death, like, it was, like, super chill. Like, they were like, yeah, Vesuvius blew away thousands of people. Also, there was cholera yeah. that ran rampant. LOL, we all joke about it. We like, yeah. We really y'all have trauma. Food. You're a victim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, 1944 was the last time it erupted and it caused millions and millions of damage and damages and stuff and i was like and he then he was like yeah it like erupts like once every couple centuries or like whatever so i'm like it's so it's active it's not like a dorm like you know <laughs> yeah, these active I did not volcanoes like yellowstone is kind of active but like it just kind of it, it just waits you know Hopefully it'll never erupt, but it's just like, you know, it's just like bubbling over the surface. It sounds like this Tuvius is always just like, whoa, okay, come back. <laughs> it yeah. reminded me of um, our D&D campaign with um, Amber's character. It lives right next to a volcano and they're like, it's gonna erupt any moment, but like <laughs> volcano willing, it won't. <laughs> and- <laughs> yeah, literally, that is literally what the people of Naples are doing. They're like volcano willing. <laughs> and living their life I could never I'm just an anxious person so I'm like living life in fear if you live near yeah. any kind of <laughs> like in California there's earthquakes in Naples there's an active volcano living by I a don't volcano wanna... is not for me that's not yeah. the vibe I'm seeking it's I like... would go for a visit but not yeah, for a absolutely. but like if you see a puff of smoke coming out from that volcano I'll be like goodbye <laughs> it's I'd, I'd poop my pants I would run away. (laughs) And we'll poop our pants. And I would say goodbye, friend who lurks in the horizon. I feel like (laughs) What would Stanley Tucci do? If if the volcano puffed. I feel like he just wouldn't care. Yeah, no. He'd go get a pizza. (laughs) Yeah. What would Stanley Tucci's three year old do? Goo goo gaga. Wait, three year olds don't do that. The three year old would not be there because he has a very expensive nanny to take care of his three year old. His three year old and like probably back in the US where COVID is raging. Yeah. But COVID doesn't rage for the rich and wealthy. That's true. That's why, that's why I was so angry when I first watched the show. My dad and I were in shock. We were like, We've been sitting at home for a year. Yeah. And Stanley Tucci is eating mozzarella and pizzas in Italy. How is this fair? Yeah. And the show is like positioned as such that you're supposed to be like so charming, like so lovely that he's having this fun. It's like, it kind of yeah. just like great on one, the one hand, it was like I was entertained. I enjoyed watching it. But on the other hand, like 
I kind of hate it that that's the case. Yeah, because I'm like, I've just been sitting, like I canceled all my vacations that were like in the same region of the world at this, I, all my vacations. There, I happened to have two, which was like way more than yeah. normal. Emily's actually summer, the like, rich one of us. I, was, <laughs> I know, the that's not a crazy one. Emily's the Stanley Tucci. <laughs> but like, I happened to have like two vacations planned to that same like region of the world that I was like very excited for over the summer, like same time this was filmed that obviously canceled because of the panini and like oh, panini was so so good right <laughs> you're just Stanley Tucci just still went like Stanley okay, Tucci but... went him and his crew was who all looked like 20 something so it could have been us yeah, it could have been I should have just joined Stanley Tucci's <laughs> film crew, crew. Imagine, I'm sure after this film is over, they're like, okay, do whatever you want. And you just like gorge yeah, you yourself. Yeah, just go around and eat food. Yeah. Also, every friend group has three. Stanley Tucci, Stanley Tucci's <laughs> wife, Felicity, and the three-year-old baby. I'm the three-year-old baby. <laughs> Emily Emily's, Stanley. Emily's Stanley <laughs> Tucci, but she, in reality, she's Felicity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm Stanley Tucci. What does that say? Okay. I'll be Emily Blunt's sister. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm a little disturbed that I'm Stanley, but I don't think the other roles fit me as well. So I guess I mean, that's just where I, I end up. It's not bad to be Stanley Tucci. He yeah. seems to have a pretty good life, given that we've been sitting at home and he was in Italy eating mozzarella. I used to hate Stanley Tucci only because of the role he played in Lonely Bones. Oh, the lovely bones. The lovely My dad bones. didn't know he was what in that he movie. Play in the lovely bones. <laughs> he was the, the. He movie. was the serial killer. killer. He was the killer. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I only read the book for that. Like I never saw oh. the movie. Like I read the movie's it a little like, creepy or something. Well, obviously, yeah. but like, and it just the, is, like I remember it freaked me out. Story. It still haunts me to this day, honestly. <laughs> Why did they cast Stanley Tucci in that role? He plays it so well, though. He played it too well. Stanley? I hate <laughs> that a talk? little bit. <laughs> um, it's like a little jarring to see that story come to life. Like, it's like something that I didn't, I don't necessarily think it needed to. Yeah. But he did play the role too well. But, <laughs> also, um, Marky Mark from the Funky Bunch was in that role. <laughs> it was the dad in that. Oh, yeah. He was. He was. And he just screamed the whole entire. Also, I'm sorry. Yes. This is really <laughs> off we're getting, topic. A, we're getting away. But the sister from the Lovely Bones also was a Power Ranger. And she got her own CW show right after it, too. Okay. Wow. I guess it paid off. <laughs> good but for she was in a good Power Rangers. Bones. Good for her. You I don't know her. who the mom was. Got to be I don't honest. remember who was. I don't remember who any of those people are besides Stanley Tucci, if I'm being honest. Um, going, moving to a different topic. Can we talk about how the show was pro cop and anti cop at the same time? And, and like, it sounded like it was pro mafia and <laughs> anti mafia. They just couldn't choose. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they were pointing out the different complexities. I don't know. It really wasn't yeah. that deep. It was just they, <laughs> No, but they definitely, they weren't like, because he had the segment with the cop. But afterwards, they immediately was like, yeah, the cops and the Italian government really just shit the bed on this one. Like, they really didn't help yeah, these people true. and blah, blah, blah. And like, they kind of let the mob just do, like the mafia do whatever they want. 
just after having that segment with the cop and we were like hello <laughs> literally directly like she's not exaggerating it was directly after he gets coffee with the cop and then they talk about how the government fucked up and the cops didn't even want to enter the city because they were like cowardly to help the poor people and it's like whoa hold on <laughs> we just and, had and coffee. the poor was like in between like a police and mafia war like that was yeah. basically how that city was living for like yeah it was weird but also when they introduced the mafia, they were like, and the mafia usually comes in and like helps out. And we were like, wait a minute, what? And then he was like, yeah, the mafia just runs drugs and guns and like blah, blah, blah. They, and we were like, uh, huh? They worded it in a confusing way because they were like, people, like a lot of people are like having a hard time and they really rely on like these like social like or not even social programs because it wasn't like government run. It was just like they rely on like people in the community like helping out and like giving them free like food and and toys and things like that and then yeah. they're like but when that assistance runs out that's when the mafia has to step in so they made it seem like the yeah. mafia was like the mafia's like i am here hello like now i'm here to provide this social program but like really what they meant is like when people like have no other options they have to they like do drastic things like crime mafia. which was like not yeah. turned to crime like, crime <laughs> Which is okay. So let's talk Rimey. about. <laughs> let's talk about the vibe of this show because it's supposed to be like. Wait, can like, I, I interject something really quick before we talk yes. about the vibe? Where does CNN fall on the political spectrum? Like, is that why they were so weird about it? Because they were producing the show. CNN I mean, is like conservatives. It's like liberal. Liberal. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> like. Like, I feel like that kind of tracks but liberal. Like that's that, I what feel like I that tracks with what they were it's doing. It's like because they were like, we can't, liberal. we can't say fuck the cops, but fuck the cops. Like they kind of walked that line. CNN is like a like a white liberal from like the Northeast. Okay, I get the vibe. The vibe, yeah, that <laughs> you get that it? tracks. Does it? Yeah, does it come across? No, that was exactly what I needed to help clarify that. Um, Kiana, the vibe of the show. What were you saying? Well, I was saying, well, the, I, it feels like the point of the show is so Stanley Tucci can, like, get back to his Italian roots and really, like, I don't know, find himself on this adventure where he goes to, like, the 20 different re- regions of Italy, or 22, <laughs> I can't remember. But then they talked about, like, death. And then, yeah. like, then they talk about, like, the mafia. And then they just, like, talk about how a volcano could erupt and like wipe out millions of people any time of the day but like we love this food and I was like wait a minute because <laughs> it seemed like it just seems like a normal like traveling food show but then they also brought in a lot of history which I thought was really interesting because it wasn't just like yeah here's the food but also I don't watch a lot of tra- like traveling food shows so maybe that's yeah. just like, how it usually is I feel like it definitely gave a lot more history like I feel like in food shows usually they'll be like oh there's a history of like this food but they don't really like always elaborate sometimes they do I think depending on like what it is but they don't always elaborate on it and I kind of appreciated how it was so connected like you still learned a lot about the history but it was still so connected to the food or like wherever they went like the whole mm-hmm. Scampia like city like ended up being about this kitchen that was run in one of the buildings that like they moved the people out to so like it all had like a purpose it wasn't just like here's all this history and also this food sort of has a part like it all like connected to like where either where they went or what food they were eating so I thought that was cool yeah I do really like the like food travel shows in the same genre because of that because it all sort of like connects and I just find it really interesting to learn more about because like you 
generally like you have an awareness of like oh this food is from this part of the world like cool and it tastes good but like it I rarely do you know like necessarily know like the history behind why that food would like started being made and I just think that's interesting yeah I thought that was cool that he talked about it like the you know we started frying pizza like calzones because of cholera like that's just yeah like hello fact yeah it's wild yeah I'm wondering like how oh go on I was just saying it's cool like that's yeah really interesting but I was gonna say like I wonder how because they didn't really talk about how pizza came to America and kind of like it was this wasn't like a whole like look at the history of pizza and how it has transformed and but it would have been interesting Mm -hmm. because um small aside is that I am currently taking a food history class from my graduate course so we've been learning a lot about different like it's it's cool but also at the same time I'm like oh god so I learned a lot about like white bread and how white bread has like white bread literally just became a thing in like the early like 1920s 1930s like Um, industrial white bread as what we see it today and then now I'm I'm reading a book about canned food and how like canned food became a thing and how when it first came out it was like stuff would get corroded and it was just like so such a mess because like um, technology wasn't there but as technology grew the canning industry grew with it and that's how we get like canned food today but like you don't think about how like you don't think about how canned food like where that comes from you just like oh yeah I'm just gonna pick up a can or you like also don't put the same like when you say canned food you're like uh I would rather like you rather have fresh food over canned because of like the implications so yeah Yeah. it was just like I haven't finished reading the book because we didn't class got canceled on Thursday and I was (laughs) like oh I don't need to read that book we don't have class on this Thursday so won't be reading this book until two weeks from now um, right. So I'll let you know how it ends, but yeah, it's just like really interesting to like think about how food has grown in society and like mm-hmm. how, yeah, just like, cause you don't think of like food, you're just like, it's always there when it is. And like, right. I can try to get what I like. And if it doesn't have, like, if I don't have the food that I want, if this grocery store doesn't have the food I want, I can just like go to another grocery store. But like, that's not that was not a thing right, right. it's not the reality or it wasn't the reality it's yeah, also sometimes like, not the reality now like yeah you know, for, like, yeah, for sure i think that this is kind of like similar in some ways where i feel like we're getting more backstory about like italy and like how some things came to be or at least the dishes are focusing on which is interesting i'm like wondering if maybe they'll do more of that depending on the region or like depending on like if he has more of a connection to it like where his family's from maybe we'll like learn more spend more time there I'm not sure yeah do you know how because I know you had mentioned there's like other episodes of this is it like all about Italy do you think or do you think it'll be different places it's definitely about Italy I think it's the next one's in Rome so I feel like that one will be pretty heavy right because that's like a touristy place to go well, but it hasn't come out yet, so I don't. I can't tell you any information about it. I it seems it. like it seems like each episode is going to be in different regions, so it's probably going to be mm-hmm. like total twenty mm-hmm. episodes, and he's just mm-hmm. going to go to different. But yeah, and it was no it was season nice. two, <laughs> no season two, <laughs> not renewed. <laughs> Stanley Tucci 
in Great uh-huh. Britain. <laughs> <laughs> Stanley like that'd be a different show. <laughs> Maybe they can just send their the three year olds to the different. Wait, parts isn't of um, isn't Emily Blunt British? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Felicity had an accent too, right? Didn't yeah. she have like Felicity a Blunt. <laughs> with Stanley Tucci <laughs> in Britain. <laughs> I would yeah. watch that. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I would too. I mean, food shows are. I don't. I don't really watch food shows because um, I don't know. I just because I'm always like I want to make that or I want that in my body right now. Mm-hmm. But sure. um, but every time I watch it, I'm like, wow, I'm really relaxed now. Like I can. Yeah, I like them. Yeah. Sink. That's what the appeal is for me. And I feel like sometimes when the personality he's going around is like a cool person, like I don't have, I'm pretty indifferent. Stanley Tucci was fine. He was polite and everything. Like it wasn't, I feel like he did a good job like interacting with the people, but it wasn't like Yeah, he actually spoke in like Italian. Yeah, well. I really like, liked that. But like if you've ever seen um, Anthony Bourdain or like Andrew Zimmerman, there's like mm-hmm. a couple of like, I don't know I just feel like they really like immerse themselves and are like having like real genuine connection and are like really going to hole in the wall places where it's like really representative of like what the population as a whole might actually eat mm-hmm. um versus like this seems like he kind of just went to like the big names like they're well which is cool like because they're like famous chefs and stuff but it felt more like it was yeah. still calming it just like I feel like the, the other food shows are really calming too because it's like connecting with the people but as a whole, I love the traveling chef. Like, I think that the whole those shows are fun to watch. Yeah, I feel like Anthony Bourdain too, and like a lot of the other hosts of these similar shows that I've watched are like food professionals. Like, they're like chefs or like food writers or like they, yeah. that's their like their career. Versus like, I mean, maybe Stanley Tucci has done other things besides <laughs> acting that I don't know about. Uh, as far I, as I, know. I would not know. Maybe <laughs> I'm rarely an actor, but um, <laughs> so that's like definitely a difference too. Um, well, I was thinking I because most of the food places he went to were like actual foods that places that he's already been to. Like the last yeah. three were like places that he was like, oh, yeah, I had this one with my late rife or like I had That's this true. one with my current rife. Like, um, but yeah, we should watch the Zac Efron have like a, like a traveling food show. What? And, uh, yeah, he had a oh, traveling yeah. food I don't show. I've never watched it, but I knew And about it. that's oh, what he dang. talked about, like the stuff, like his relationship with food um because he had like a really bad relationship with food and now he's like finally like because he was working out a lot so he's like really ripped for like multiple because movies of his shows and- yeah yeah so he had like really negative relationship with food and now like he finally feels like he can like actually enjoy the food that he eats and like i love so- that for him i haven't seen it but that. i saw that clip going around when it first came out but yeah should this That's just awesome. be we should definitely watch that a, a podcast where we watch food shows <laughs> no because i'll just be hungry all the time i know <laughs> True. i ordered a margarita pizza i did it it's coming i'm happy delicious. for you i can't wait i'm so excited <laughs> it won't be the same but it'll be so good i think that mm-hmm. i have like pizza making stuff so i think i make a chick- chicken pesto pizza mm. that sounds dope yeah. Should we rate it, ladies? Let's rate her. We should. Rate the Stanley Tucci show. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Oh, an 8 what's out of 10? Uh, Calzone. 
those calzone pizzas that's what i'm gonna do because i want to eat them right now because i it was really enjoyable like i had a good time um the food looked delicious as you already know i had a like verbal reaction to it um and it was just like a great time like i hung out with my friends we learned about italy because i don't know anything about italy as well so honestly same yeah i will also give it an eight zucchini pastas out of ten um because i also really enjoyed it i thought it was just like relaxing and like fun to watch and we learned a lot about like history and food um and I think I just have to knock a couple points off for the like, please put your mask on over your nose anxiety. <laughs> over your nose, created. Enzo. Come on, <laughs> That's Enzo. the only thing that I have to complain about. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. I think I'd give it eight out of 10 mozzarella balls. Um, mm-hmm. I just like, even on the second watch, like it was still like relaxing. I still felt like I learned a lot. Um, and I enjoyed it. Like when I first heard about a Stanley Tucci cooking themed show I was like what the hell but it's actually not that bad like I, I was surprised it's pretty good so I give it an 8 out of 10 cool so follow us go follow us on Instagram please and Twitter and like and subscribe on YouTube thank you and comment please that would be great yeah go do it Only make nice things Make this post over 2,000 views, like our <laughs> Princess for Christmas video. Come on, Please Stanley Tucci, pulled through. Pull through Stanley Tucci. That a Princess for Christmas is not our most popular video. <laughs> I really, we all stepped up our games so much. We all. Yeah, we really, we're different now. And yet it just keeps, every time I check it, it's higher. Like it has not stopped going up. It keeps like, climbing I'm like, the what charts. What bot is watching this video constantly? Maybe it's in a playlist or something. Grab. True. We're appreciative. Um, however, <laughs> go, go We're like confused. other videos. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. This has been. Um, um, what? what? Just watch. Watch. Well, well.